Co-captain Lockie Neal is with us on Crunch Time. Lockie, great to have you on board. Congratulations. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me. It's uh, always nice to come on after a win. It is indeed. <laughs> so give us your assessment. The coach really liked the fact that it was uh, a, a different mode of winning for the Brisbane Lions. Yeah, we sort of knew going in it was going going to be that style of game. Um, St Kilda let you have a lot of uncontested marks in the in your own back half and then um, push numbers back and really clog up um, the front half. So uh, we knew it was probably going to be a lower scoring game um, probably compared to what we're used to and I thought we worked our way through it pretty well um, across the whole four quarters. St Kilda had um, patches of sort of five, ten minutes where they were on top but I thought um, as, a, as a whole we we were able to play the game on, on our terms. Um, the first half, we probably didn't get as many stoppages between the arcs as, as we would have liked. We feel like we're going pretty well in that area. And um, second half, we were able to rectify that and give our forwards a few more one-on-ones and, and opportunities in front of the ball. Well done last night, Lockie. Good to see you back to your best, particularly at the clearance. I, I just want to ask you about the team game first, if we can, before we get to your your season and how you're tracking. Um the subtle changes that Chris has made over the last six to eight weeks, and I know we're talking a lot about Rich and Gunston not in the team and some opportunities for the youngsters, but get, t- walk us through the Harris-Andrews subtle change to go to the second best uh, forward and, and have more intercept impact. Um, the change of now Wilmot going to half back, and, and obviously the kids have an impact, but just what Chris has been able to do that's slightly different to, to, to last year and the year, year prior. Yeah, I think uh, it's a good pick-up. I think Harris um, reads the game so well that we, we probably don't want him bogged down um, all the time on the on the best defender. There's going to be times where teams have two um, excellent tall forwards and he might have to play um, a bit more one-on-one or um, if Payne's not quite getting it done, we might roll that over and he has to play on um, the most dangerous tall forward. But um, last night that was a game for the ages from Harris that was him at his absolute best and really controlled the game for us. Um, best on ground by far, I think, in, in my eyes. So um, the other one, as you said, is, is Darcy Wilmot coming off, off half-back. He just gives us a bit more run and carry and, and dare with the ball. Um, you saw it last night. I think he burnt the fresh sub or something uh, along the wing um, in the last quarter, I think it was. Uh, a few bounces, and um, we love what he brings to the team. He's really good aerially. He's a great athlete and always finds a way to get a fingernail in um, when teams are on a on a fast play um, through the middle. He's, he's been able to intercept a lot of balls through there, and he's playing a great role for us. And um, the kids that have come in, I've, I've been so impressed with Jasper Fletcher. His composure for a, a second gamer is unbelievable, even last week against a really high-pressure team in, in Sydney. Um, he was so composed with the ball and uh, won some really important one-on-one contests last night and, and also last week. So there's been a few tweaks and um, they seem to be paying off. But as you know, the season changes, ebbs and flows, and, and there'll be a few more changes to come. But, um, yeah, things feel like they're working over the last couple of weeks. We obviously had a couple of bad performances against Adelaide and, and Hawthorne, especially um, a couple of weeks ago. So two weeks in a row, um, some some good performances, but we've got to keep it rolling now. Now, I have to ask you this as part of the small man fraternity. Uh, <laughs> you had 10 clearances last night. Now, Big Oscar had six. If he continues to grab the boy out of the ruck like this and kick it away from the, those little guys at ground level like yourself, will that bring some feedback during the week? Uh, yeah, I'll be out of a job pretty quickly <laughs> if he keeps doing that, Big O. But um, no, I thought he started the game 
so well. He, uh, we know Roel Marshall is a great player and um, he, he does the majority of his work around the ground in general play, but I thought around stoppage, Oscar was was so important for us and gave us first juice and early on he was getting a lot of clearance himself. So um, we love it when he when he's able to kick the ball. Um, there's probably times and he recognises it where he, he does those big handballs where we feel like we could probably get a little bit more advantage if he, if he gives it off to us. But um, as a whole, we absolutely love what he brings to the the team, and I thought he was crucial in our win last night. Lockie, Leon Cameron, well done last night, mate. Well played. Um, Thanks, just man. quickly, mate, um, as, as Kingy touched on before, the changes that they've made to the side uh, in the last couple of weeks, you as the co-captain, how do you, um, you know, you've, you've brought in some new kids. We've, we've talked about Fletcher. Um, we've talked about Wilmont going to halfback flank. You, no doubt you'd be close to Daniel Rich and Jack Gunston. And how do you sort of deal with them during the week and uh, being the co-captain and knowing that all of a sudden they've, you know, well, they've lost their spot to a couple of really good young kids that are starting to take that opportunity. How do you deal with that, dealing with some players that are closer to your age and you probably no doubt got some really good relationships with some of those boys that are going to try to get back into the team? Yeah, it's been, um, I wouldn't say tricky, but, they're both really mature people and, and really good clubmen. Um, I know Jack's new to the club, but he's really bought into our vision and, and what we're trying to achieve. And he put his hand up um, pretty early on and, and felt like he wasn't performing as well as he knows um, that he can. And I've had conversations with both those guys. I spoke to, or Richie came to me actually, and that week that um, he was, admitting himself with, with Fags. I think they had that discussion together, um, all three of them, and came up with a bit of a plan to have a mini pre-season during the season and get their bodies right and, and start to feel a bit more confident and comfortable within themselves. But um, for me, I just try and check in on those guys once or twice a week to make sure mentally they're, they're good. It's only been a couple of weeks, but, um, yeah, they, they seem like they're in great spirits, which um, you can only take them on what they say. And, they're still getting around the guys. I know Jack um, has been cutting up vision for, for us um, with our ball movement and leading patterns and stuff and showing them to the coaches. So he's heavily involved in still trying to teach the younger guys and the guys in the team um, what they should be doing and where we can improve. So uh, that's been amazing. And um, I'm sure we'll see those guys later in the year. And um, We know injuries and, and form um, will come later in the year to, to some guys and they're still going to play an integral part to, to what we're doing. Thanks, mate. I, I want to get back to your game, Locke. I mean, we had, we had a chat a couple of years ago and you said, look, I'm really starting to learn from the competition, from the best uh, that you go up against, Patrick Cripps, Nathan Fife, those types of guys. You were talking about Patrick Dangerfield and you wanted to bring more explosion into, into your game and break from from traffic more regularly, which you clearly did and, and become one of the, the absolute top liners in our competition. What, where are you at with your game at the moment? You, you, it looks outside looking in as as if your kicking or your decision-making hadn't quite been there for a month or so, but it looks in the last couple of weeks to have come back. How do you assess your own game in in the run, if you like? Yeah, I think um, early on I probably battled a little bit for form. I feel like my inside work still... Um, at a high level, but uh, my outside finish and polish probably um, prior to the last two weeks was probably a four-week patch where I was turning it over in, in pretty average spots through the corridor and in the trampoline zone, so sort of that 50 to 70 from our goal. I was making um, some poor decisions and at times um, rushing my disposal a little bit. So 
I've got to work at training um, as I as I always do. If I feel like there's a bit of a flaw in my game, I try and fix it as quickly as I can and not sort of wait until the off-season or the pre-season to, to work on it and um, work really close with Cam Bruce at looking at the vision and what options um, I had with the ball. And I want to be a, a kicking player where I can. I don't just want to handball all the time, even though I feel like that's um, my, my one would. But I know that when I'm out in space, I can make good decisions and set the boys up um, with uh, by foot. So I feel like two weeks in a row now I've got that back I'm, I'm seeing the field a little bit better than I was uh, for probably a, a four week patch um, before the bye and that Hawthorne game I didn't use the ball very well either but um, yeah I feel like I'm getting back on track with that and um, I feel like as well for me I feel like at the moment I don't have to do as much as what I've had to do with the heavy lifting we've got Dunks who's come in and been amazing for our midfield um, Ashy as well, Will Ashcroft um, Huey McCluggage we know he's such a great ball user as well and um, Jared Berry's starting to play some really good footy out on the wing. Um, so I feel like we're sharing the load in that midfield really well. Now, Lockie, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but the coach obviously turned 62 yesterday. What did you get him? <laughs> <laughs> Got him a win. <laughs> that's, all, that's all he asked for. So, hey, um, good answer. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. No, I, didn't, uh, I didn't actually know it was his birthday, which is pretty poor form by me until um, the night before. So. Um, yeah, I didn't have time to get him a present. I bet he wishes he was born grand final day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we've long suspected Josh Dunkley was the teacher's pet. He got him a pair of shoes, I saw. Did he? Yeah. Did he? He did. So, mate, you got some catching oh, up to do. Yeah, I know. He's like that, Dunks. He's um, he's very good at weaseling his way into the coach or the CEO's pocket. I know Swanee, Swanee loves him already as well. So, um, You're on the outer, mate, are you? Yeah, I've been... Bags hasn't spoken to me since Dunks. <laughs> That's excellent. Has, has he been a bit edgy, um, the coach, in recent weeks? A little bit, yeah, but I think that's when we play our best footy, to be honest. And I, I think he, he admitted... Um, going into that Hawthorne game, he admitted it to us anyway. He felt like he didn't get us on edge enough, I suppose, heading into that game. Um, as professional athletes, we should be ready to perform anyway. But I know he was a little bit disappointed in his prep um, before that game. And the last couple of weeks, he's really got, got us on edge and made us... I feel like when we play our best footy, we sort of feel a little bit uncomfortable and a little bit uneasy about the game coming up and um, his preparation for the last two weeks has been spot on. So I feel like um, for everyone at the club that two losses in a row against Adelaide before the bye and then um, Hawthorne afterwards, it's sort of given us a bit of a, a wake-up call and um, feel like he's got us in the right um, mindset leading into games the last couple of weeks. Lockie, you're in the hit zone right now to win the thing. What, if you could just tweak one part of your game or if there's something missing... In the you know the, the team performance, what what would be the one thing you'd say if we can just sharpen this up, tracking into the finals, we'll, we'll be there. We're ripe to go. Yeah, I think for us it's about consistency across four quarters with our with our energy and and pressure. Um, you've probably seen when we lose, it looks like we're really flat, and it probably almost looks from the outside that uh, a bit dejected and and don't almost believe that we can win at times. Um, we certainly feel like we can, but when we've lost, it's almost like our body language and our, our hunt and pressure is right down. When we get that right, um, we know that we're a really hard team to beat and feel like we can beat anyone. So it's a little bit of mindset stuff. Uh, it's a little bit of um, 
that energy and, and pressure, as I spoke about. That if, if we're doing that, we feel like our offense is going to flow, and we know that we're a talented uh, enough team to, to kick a score. So it's about having urgency and um, whatnot in our defense and, and our pressure work. And um, if we get that right consistently, that's what the great teams do. That's what Geelong did last year for, for 16 weeks in a row. They brought that every week, and we know that if we can do that, then we'll give ourselves a great chance of, of going all the way. Lockie, terrific. Great to have you with us. Thanks a lot, and good luck for what comes next. No worries. Thanks, guys.